Okay, Feather, episode 11. It's our entertainment episode. What do we talk about this time? Chasing girls and roller skates. Uh-huh. Supporting football teams for no good reason. Yep. Watching Scott Sport presenters getting hit by horses. Uh-huh. And watching all my memories disappear. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Senka, you're a Glasgow Generations in the tranny. to episode 11 of Glasgow Generations. Um, my name's Scott Doherty and I'm here with Old Feather, Charlie Doherty. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Back again. Uh, just about a month ago was it the last time. Ah, yeah, yeah. We're getting close. We're catching up again. Yeah. <laughs> after, after a year's gap. Back into the swing so, of things. Yes, no doubt the next one will be 2014 or yeah, something. Probably, yeah, probably aye. Just in time for the Commonwealth Games. Well, since the last one, we uh, once again got uh, a wee bit of feedback mm-hmm. um, to glasgowgenerations at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got an email from Jack McDougall from from Nether Lee, good Scottish name. Uh-huh. Um, Nether Lee, that's just ah, down from where I am. Right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And he says, really enjoyed your last show on Holidays, Charlie. Mm-hmm. I was a bit offended, the fact that he oh, <laughs> thinks it's your show, but that's, <laughs> let's just move on from that. Um, stirred a few memories. I have fond, rainy memories of heading over the water oh, uh, yes. on the Waverley to Rothsey, <clears throat> the mm-hmm. Canada Hill Co-op Camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, we must have been there every fair I can still smell the dining hall, and my dad was late in for tea one night, so everyone started banging their cutlery on the table when he walked in, thinking of heading back again, but don't think the camp is still there. Do you remember that? I you ever Very been? rarely have I been to Rossi. Uh-huh. Um, doing the water, yeah, doing the, the Waverley, uh-huh. um, which is still going strong. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of funding then a few years back there for the Waverley again. Um, and I've been on the way with a few times with mum mm-hmm. um, but I can't, I can't recall the last time I was actually at Rothesey um, Rothesey Rothesey Isle of Butte no. uh, beautiful island um, oh, a long long time ago mm-hmm. um, it's probably all changed so certainly you didn't go to the co-op camp anyway no 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 that was <laughs> the co-op camp <laughs> <laughs> the cooperative <laughs> I presume <laughs> yeah presumably so I, I, no right. no that doesn't ring a bell with me at all uh-huh. what was it, the farthest island you went to uh, then, Islands, well, probably going up north. Um, again, it's going back. We talked about this before in one of the, the earlier episodes um, about how we spent our earlier days was was camping, um, probably because it was cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, Betty Tyree, uh, one year. The Misty Blue Hills. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Flats a pancake. That's right. uh, Billy Connolly made a, a good sort of comment about that in his show. Uh-huh. Um, this is apparently written by a guy in London and uh, he had never been to Tyre in his life. It's like a billiard board, it's flat and it's green. The Misty you know? Blue Hills. The Misty Blue Hills of Tyre. Um, I can't remember some of the other islands we'd been to. Because um, it started when, I, when we started camping, I was about four or five. Mm-hmm. So they went by in a flash. Um, I actually was looking through some photographs today and I came across a photograph um, which I should have really brought out in the episode of way, way back. And it's one of me and John, I must have been about five at the time, John was three or maybe six and four, uh, and we're up somewhere in one of the islands somewhere, uh, and we're standing among the fern in that 
looked like a pair of gypsies. Um, <laughs> short trousers, obviously, holes in them, mm-hmm. um, like a pair of tinkers. Um, but that was the sort of kind of, that's the only recollection I have of those days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the other islands, I, I would have to sit there and think about it now, you've yeah. just sprung it on me. Well, there you go, you can but, think uh, about it for the next aye, one. Aye, aye. This one we were going to talk about <coughs> a wee bit of entertainment, mm-hmm. like the, the kind of thing I think you've talked before about how entertainment, obviously, in the, the old days, it wasn't your PlayStations basic, and yes, no, basic. play with your little Nintendos <coughs> and what have uh-huh. you. Um, so what, what kind of things do you think you, you remember doing as you got a wee bit older when you were in... Well, aye, coming into my teens, I suppose, um, a couple of things sort of spring to mind. Um, the very first one I remember was, uh, we talked before about the Denison Pally, mm-hmm. the old Denny Pally, just off Duke Street. Um, and as years went by, um, they turned it into a roller skating area. Mm-hmm. Um, we obviously roller skated. Um, and we, we spend many a time there. Um, so these roller disco type things. Well, not quite, but um, it was just skating. Yeah. Um, it was kind of almost the same as um, the ice skating at Cross Maloof, mm-hmm. south side of Glasgow. Um, you come into your teenage times, and uh, you're you know looking to chat up the talent. Mm-hmm. So you went there, and you hired your roller skates. You know, I mean, it's not roller skates as you see these days, but. Single wheels, yeah, I mean, it was shares. two at the front and two at the back. <laughs> Four um, big tyres on them. <laughs> just about. Um, and you went round in circles around the old Denny Pally, as was, mm-hmm. and um, seen a bit of talent, and, you know... Of course, you had, I'm sure you had all the tricks as well. Well, I did a wee spin here and a wee twirl there, and... Um, <laughs> a wee broken arm here, <laughs> a wee broken leg there, yeah. One of the things we used to do, actually, we tried it at the roller skating, and it never quite worked as well as we did at the ice skating. One of the... The games, if you wanted to call it that, we used to do the ice skating, was everybody was involved in it. You'd all sort of kind of like a Congo chain, mm-hmm. Conga chain, you know. You all held on to the person in front of you. Mm-hmm. And uh, you started whipping around the, the circumference of the ice rink. All right. Uh, and the poor individuals at the back, I mean, it was like a like a crocodile's tail. Yeah. You know, yeah. it whipped about and whipped about. <laughs> and the faster the front skaters went, because you're all hanging on to each other. Yep. The faster you went the more swing at the tail end of the coup, as they, as they mm-hmm, called it, you know. And um, invariably it was a guy, it was never, because the girls got wise at middle somewhere. <laughs> but we tried, we tried that with the roller skating, um, but it wasn't quite the same, because mm-hmm. you get faster with the, the skates. Mm-hmm. Um, the skating, roller skating, ice skating, were basically the same idea. It was something kind of new for us. Because uh, prior to then, as we said before in earlier podcasts, there was nothing, mm-hmm. nothing to do really. Um, television had come in and you had three channels BBC One BBC Two and then later on ITV and obviously STV and all that came later on um, and you know you went to the pictures mm-hmm. basically so you know somebody somewhere must have thought right how do we keep these new teenagers mm-hmm. occupied because it was coming into we spoke before about middle to late 50s they were beginning to realise that these kids have got money mm-hmm. um, can start to generate things, and obviously people who are in the know, right? The Denny Pally was sitting there, it wasn't getting used mm-hmm, as much. Mm-hmm. Somebody had a bright idea, probably from America, mm-hmm. you know, because they had it over there, the roller skating thing. Um, somebody so, pumped money into it. So would you have to hire your own skates? Oh, my, like oh, my, you never bought it, you never bought Do you remember how much they were? Oh, no, no, no. You know, 50 pence, or equivalent, 10 bob, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. old sort of out pre-decimalisation mm-hmm. um, can't really remember much it wasn't a lot mm-hmm. um, we could afford it and presumably there would be some sort of cafe there as well oh aye oh aye I mean yeah. you know you had your skating and then you know 
You chased up somebody and chatted them up. And, chased uh, them up. Where am I? <laughs> on your wheels, you, you mean know? They were trying to get away from you, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was a guy at the back of the chain, you know, sort of thing. You know, wait for me, wait for me. So whereabouts in Crossmaloof is that? Crossmaloof just the south side. I don't know where Crossmaloof is, but whereabouts in Crossmaloof is that? What do you mean? The skating. In the ice sink. Is there a, is it was an ice sink. I don't know where, I think it was abolished or... or Mm-hmm. Sort of broken down in mm-hmm. middle late eighties, I think, from memory. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it's there now, mm-hmm. but um, you had ice skating there. You used to get the the proper ice skaters, you know, the ice hockey boys. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget what they're called now. Quite a well-known ice hockey team. I was never into mm-hmm. to that at all. Show-offs, is that basically? <laughs> <laughs> ah, show-offs with plenty of pads on them, you yeah. know, and uh, wee bits of fighting here and there. Yeah. You see it these days, you know, with the ice skating and yep. uh, ice hockey, rather. Uh-huh. Um, but Cross Maloof now, um, I don't know if it still exists. And um, presumably you, you were... You're in the woods. Yeah, well, yeah. Aye. I presume you were never interested in the ice hockey side of it then? No, no, no. A couple of pals, even now to this day, a couple of guys in the golf club are still followers of the ice hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, the air crowd, I forget what they're called, um, they used to be based in Presswick, mm-hmm. uh, quite near us here. Um, but no, ice hockey too, never... Too tough for you. <laughs> 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 Sheltered life, you know. Um, no. you, were busy, you were busy doing the twirls and the ballerinas. Right, yeah. No, the football was my my occupation, if you like. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, do you dare disclose who you supported as a, a young boy? Oh, yes, well, well, fun enough, um, the colour green springs to mind. All right. Um, uh-huh. You're probably thinking right away being a Celtic follower. It was Celtic, but it was Hibs. All right. Um, because my hero... A good Glasgow team, Hibs. Eh? Yes, I. <laughs> Edinburgh side. Um, my footballing hero was uh, Laurie Riley, mm-hmm. who was a uh, number nine centre forward for Hibs. Say that when you've had a few. Yes, Laurie Riley. Laurie Riley. And when I got my Hibs t-shirt, a football shirt, the number nine on the back, mm-hmm. um, Played, I was quite good at football in those days anyway. Um, and I think I mentioned once before my podcast, I used to go through a case where my uncle John used to take me, mm-hmm. John Melville, mm-hmm. used to take me through to Easter Road. Um, not very often, but just occasionally, just to see my, my idol. So pure, you were purely interested in Hibs only because of him? Aye. Yeah. Oh, yes, aye. Um, the Glasgow thing never came into it at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably until I was at maybe 12 or 13 and started supporting Celtic. So what kind of cover? I mean, these days, obviously, if you've got a favourite player, you can check their Facebook page and all that. I mean, what kind of coverage did you get of this guy? Saturday papers, mm-hmm. Saturday night papers. We talked about the old time you sits in fine ale. As you were sitting in the clergy. <laughs> Reading, uh, ah, yeah, quite so. Uh-huh. Um, no, you're right, I saw um, Facebook, Twitter and all that sort of rubbish these days. Mm-hmm. Um, all you got was the, the weekend papers. Mm-hmm. Uh, your Sunday paper would sort of report, obviously, the games of the previous day. Um, very little television um, until Scotsport came in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I mentioned earlier on about it was just BBC One, BBC Two, and ITV. But then, in their infinite wisdom, Scotland created STV, Scottish mm-hmm. Television. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the programmes that emanated from that was Scotsport, um, which was always in black and white in those days, grainy pictures. And no um, matter what game it was when they, sh- when they showed you on television, the highlights, you never saw a live game. Mm-hmm. You never got any of that. You never got any of that. Uh-huh. They showed the highlights almost like a, a part of the news. And um, <laughs> a couple of times, I can always remember one time, it was Rangers actually, and they were playing in a European tie. Mm-hmm. 
and it was John Gregg who was then the captain of Rangers at the penalty. Um, but the sound, the synchronisation between the sound and the picture was out. Uh-huh. And um, it's Arthur Montford, Mr Sports Jacket himself, he was doing the commentary. And um, you could see the, the, on the screen, John Gregg's stepping back to take the penalty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And all you could hear was Arthur Montford because the sound was ahead of the, the vision. <laughs> It's a goal! You know? <laughs> and Greg still to run up to the ball, you know. <laughs> and there was the tension, man. <laughs> so I never sorted that out. No. I remember watching Scottsport as a kid as well, and they were still doing that. Uh, <laughs> and occasionally what you get as well was that the cameras would pan into the crowd or yeah. a puddle along the, t- the side of the terrace. And, mm-hmm. um, in the meantime, there was a goal scored. And by the time the camera panned back up, they were all running to the centre pitch again, you know, uh-huh. to start the uh-huh. kick-off again, you know. Um, how did we go into that? So Arthur Monfort, was he the, the first one you remember? Uh, Arthur Montford and uh, the fellow who just died last year, uh, Bob. Oh God, Crampsy, Bob mm-hmm. Crampsy, mm-hmm. um, who actually was a teacher at our school at one time, and I think he went on to eventually to. Um, oh, I forget the name of the other school. Um, he he was one of those. Sorry, St Mungo's. Aye, at one time, um, and he went on to. Again, some of you'll probably for years will probably mm-hmm. come up with the name Bob Crampsy. I think he died just about like, a year ago. I seem to mm-hmm. recall. Um, a good old age but he, he was doing the coverage Arthur Montford um, the other fella used to write for the Daily Record um, he's dead now mm-hmm. I always remember him getting a big police horse he was trying to do his commentary outside the ground and excuse me police horse was coming by and the, the back end of the horse clipped him <laughs> oh what's his name again he used to write for the Daily Record and the sports page uh-huh, uh-huh. died a few years ago Alec somebody or other Oh, memory's getting worse. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant again, I. Again, as, as all these podcasts come up, Scott, uh-huh, uh-huh. as soon as you go away, when I wake up tomorrow morning, I'll remember it all. The good thing is, I think you remembered one from last time. What was that oh, one? Oh, yes, I, we were rabbling on about the, the camps, uh-huh, the summer uh-huh. camps, and could, I was trying to recall the, the chap, who American comedian, mm-hmm. who talked about the kids going in their summer camp in America. Could I remember his name? Uh, they went on to explain he did the uh, driving instructor as well, Bob Newhart. Bob Newhart. Bob Newhart. Still don't know the guy, but um, sure I didn't. I didn't. Down. I knew I had the album up in the attic. I didn't even need to go up mm-hmm. because when I woke up the following morning, first thing that came into my head was Bob Newhart. <laughs> um, here we are in Camp Granada. And yeah. I won't sing it again. Probably the best. Probably the best. I think there's people still stuff. in counselling after yeah. that one, but yeah. But. Uh, Apart from the roller skating and the ice skating, um, which was a kind of fatty thing, I mean, you saw as it was then. Um, another thing we used to go to was the speedway. Um, speedway? Aye. Sounds dangerous. Shawfield. Uh-huh. Um, well, they've got, currently, I think it's the Greyhound racing. That's right. It's been, it's been the dogs, the dogs, mm-hmm. as they call it. It's been speedway racing. Um, I think it's back to the dogs again. Mm-hmm. Um, and it used to be Football Clyde. It used to play there right. way back, mm-hmm. way back. Um, so I used to go to the Speedway occasionally mum actually believe it or not used to go a lot more than that before I even knew her when mm-hmm. she was still a teenager herself she used to go with a couple of her cronies and, thrill uh, seeker thrill, well it was I mean mm-hmm. if, I don't know if you've ever actually seen either Speedway live or mm-hmm. on TV um, to, to watch it live to see these boys come around the corner and the angles of the bikes and, even you know, back then when they had horses carrying the, the, the yeah <laughs> <laughs> Aye, quite so. Um, uh, they were quite fast, the bikes, um, and quite a few accidents come off, you know, the side of the boardings mm-hmm. and things like that, you know. Um, Did you never come home and say to your mammy, you want a, a bike? <laughs> no, <laughs> no I'll, make a, I'll make my own bike, aye. Nah. We've talked about that before. Um, 
So I did that occasionally as well, went to Sheffield, um, never to the dogs. So what, can I, what age were you around at that? Oh, 14, 15, something like that, before I went to London. And you would go there without parental... Oh, aye, okay. <laughs> I mean, a bunch of boys. It's, I mean, health and safety, everything else these days with the kids. Um, and that's a fair height from where you were. Aye, well you get the bus or you... Mm-hmm. The tram, I think it was a tram or a trolley bus in those days. I can't remember how I actually got there. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I mean, probably from, well, even when we were wee tykes, I mean, we talked before about, you know, the mums and dads going out to work in the morning mm-hmm. um, and the summer holidays. Mm-hmm. And the kids were left to their own devices till, till tea time. Aye, there's one thing hanging about in the streets, there's another thing getting on a, a bus. Aye, but the, other side the same, same thing applies because, yeah. um, you know, we talked again before, I've been up to Huggenfield Lock and you, know, you jump in the tram. Um, and nobody but nobody thought there was a problem with that type of thing, you know. Um, now you get, you know, you see the kids getting taken to school in the cars, and you kind of get near a school for mm-hmm. four by fours and big the school run, the school run, mm-hmm. right? Um, parents are very weird as you get around the streets these days, so they make sure the kids are in the school. But in those days, that never happened. Mm-hmm. It may have happened, we never heard about it. So you you went free, willy-nilly, wherever you went. Um, and your mum and dad, they never sort of, kind of I don't suppose they actually gave it a thought. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're, they're going away up to Shawfield. Yep. And he's only 12 or 13, you know. Bring me back in time for your tea tonight or mm-hmm. whoever happened to be. And I probably know the answer to this, but do you remember any of the Speedway riders? Oh, no. No. no, no. Were they celebrities back then? Or was it just... Oh, in in Speedway for... circles, yeah. yeah. I mean, there was obviously... I mean, there was a lot of um, Swedish guys... Um, and I think it was a couple of Canadians a um, couple of British guys obviously as well mm-hmm. but no I mean I went for the thrills yeah. um, didn't care who won it was just didn't care who won the noise the bikes going around the corners you know and the dust flying about because it was a dust mm-hmm. dust track um, I haven't actually seen it in TV for years now so I don't it's know it's quite strange that thinking that you might have been there when mum was there and you didn't know it well I, I you might have been Stand beside each other, and, and oh I'll see you in ten years. Then, <laughs> <laughs> oh, perish your thought. No, that was sort of kind of the early days. We talked before again about you know how did you fill your sort of your, your leisure hours, mm-hmm. and that was it. It was roller skating, ice skating, the dancing. Um, when you were a bit older, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm talking about sort of, kind of pre sort of fifteen, you know, um, twelve to fifteen. You know, what did you do with yourself? You know. And, Mucked about in your bikes. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, uh, we mentioned before, I mean, like, we used to go on a Sunday with our bikes when I was about 13, 14, away down to Lang Bank, a mm-hmm. place at large, just on a Sunday morning. You know? You were never bored. No, you weren't. You weren't because um, <laughs> stupid wee things you did. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked before about some of the daft things you used to do in the kind of sea playgrounds and the games you used to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right, I mean, things obviously shifted when you got older and you. Your interest shift, and I think you mentioned obviously football. I mean, Aye. How, how long were you supporting Hibs for then? Well, probably from about. I mean, I started playing for the school, the primary school. I started playing for St Mungo's Primary when I was about eight or nine, um, and that, that kind of moved on. When you say playing, do you mean sitting on the, bench, team. Sitting on the bench? or No, 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 no. I was. Uh, your left back, no, no, <laughs> left back, holding the Jacobs, as used to say. I uh, play them wide. No. Um, I was I played for the team right through to I left primary went into St Mungo's Academy and I played in the the, the first team mm-hmm. um, and then, <laughs> then got demoted to the second team but they were a better crowd anyway mm-hmm. um, 
and we played it down at Glasgow Green. Um, but I started taking, I mean, probably up to I was about 12 or 13, I was a kind of high B because of Laurie Riley. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you ever try to meet him? No, no, no. no. See him on TV a few times and things like that. Mm-hmm. It must be well on now. And Did you have posters back then? You had the wee cards. Um, later on, I mean, yeah. I'd sort of kind of past my age, you know, the wee cards you get, you know, the Aye, stickers and all that. Yeah. Aye, yeah. that's the same idea. All got, need, 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 call. Aye, yeah. <laughs> you had all those things, but that kind of, I'd, I'd been by that age by then, mm-hmm. when, when they were introduced. Um, but at 12, 13, um, when I went into the academy, I started taking interest in Celtic again, homegrown, uh, on Walmiston were Patch. Mm-hmm. Um, started going, originally my dad originally took me to Parkhead, and, um, do, you remember, do you remember what year that would have been your first time there? Oh, about 53, 54, 55, something like that. Maybe it was about 10, mm-hmm. 12, something like that. Um, do you remember been, your, your very first time there? No, no, no. I mean, I'd been a few... My dad was never a great football fan, but he knew I was. Mm-hmm. And occasionally, because Parkhead was some eras, um, he'd take me mm-hmm. to, to keep me happy, I suppose, you know. And it was once in a blue moon. Um, but I was still a hip supporter mm-hmm. in those days. Um, but no, as, as, as it moved on when I came sort of 13, 14 and I was playing quite a lot of football for the school anyway I started taking an interest in Celtic in, in that, that period in time um, and you know just enjoyed going to see him every second week and that carried on right until I went to London um, followed a team down in London and came back up here later on but probably jumping again a wee bit mm-hmm. But when we come back up again in 65, um, my best pal, Rob, um, who's my best man, mm-hmm. um, he had just come back, he was in the civil service as well, he'd just come back from Ascension Island, he'd been over there for a year, and we started going to the games, and we started going to the European games. Mm-hmm. Glory chaser. <laughs> aye, aye. Um, but we're always there for the, the, the home games. Mm-hmm. Never went to away games. Never. Never went to an away game at all, other than going to see the, the highbies. Um, but after the games, because um, Scott Sport was on then, as I mm-hmm. said earlier on, um, the game would finish and we would scatter out the ground. Uh, Rob lived in a place called Berlark, mm-hmm. which you know, and I was still then in Queensley, yep. which was only about two or three miles apart. Um, and we'd virtually run from Parkhead all the way home to catch the highlights of Scott Sport mm-hmm. um, about half past ten at night to see, you know, the goal or the goals. Yeah. <laughs> Aye, you know. <laughs> Uh, and we did that on a, on a regular basis and uh, we followed Celtic um, with the European ties um, again the home ties mm-hmm. um, do you remember the, the main ones? well I remember the Leeds one the Leeds, Leeds Celtic game I, yeah. prior to them winning in 67 mm-hmm. um, I had a chance actually to go to Lisbon um, but <laughs> the monetary side of things um, <laughs> there was a couple of guys in uni work um, and they were going to go in a car mm-hmm. one of them had a car and uh, Taking a week off their work and we're going to travel all the way right through to get there, and um, I was I was offered to go, um, but by that time I was winching my mum as well and we we're saving up to get married. Here it comes. Yeah, well, you know, the, the first strings, you know, um, you know, hands <laughs> tied behind your back again, you know. I can't go, lads. Did uh, you already said you'd uh, given up your uh, your um, trip abroad when you were a, a kid at school? Ah, well, that was uh, well, mum and dad. I maybe they can't afford that type of thing. That's but no, um, I can. I mean, they they went. There was a full carload. They went there and they had a great time and all the rest mm-hmm. of it. I watched it on TV. Through gritted teeth, you said. Yes, teeth, that, that was sixty-seven. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed yourself. Um, 
just couldn't afford it. Mm-hmm. Um, see the, the screws were getting turned very sharply <laughs> at the time, you know. So where did uh, you watch it then? On television. At home. home. Or just in or the just house, aye. Yeah. Oh, um, Presumably nobody was there to go to the pub with, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't even know if Rob was. I can't even remember. Uh-huh. We remember, we went to, we actually saw it, oh God help us, 1966, the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Remember England? Greatest the time Cup? of your life. <laughs> ah, yeah. Nearly 50 years and they're still talking about it. Mm-hmm. But believe it or not, um, I mean, you saw the games and um, England were absolute rubbish until they got to the semi-final. Mm-hmm. They played Portugal, I remember. And that's when they started to play the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, the final. But they later made a film of the highlights here. And me and Rob actually went down to the Odeon, Redfield Street, mm-hmm. and I thought, what are you doing watching supporting an England team, you know? <laughs> but we sat and watched it in, in colour, um, watching the, the 1966 mm-hmm. final. Throwing popcorn at the screen. Oh, <laughs> God, I think, why did we do that? Uh-huh. You know? But um, uh, that was before 67 when Celtic were the mm-hmm. first British team to, to win uh, the European Cup sort of thing, you know? But aye, that was the, the sort of highlights of the time. Uh, do you remember the, the Leeds game, obviously? Do you remember how that was covered in the press? Was it Battle of Britain time? or? Oh aye, that was, mm-hmm. I, I think they started all this sort of thing, the Battle of Britain thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a big build-up beforehand, obviously. Celtic had been playing particularly well, and Leeds were a right dirty team anyways. Probably everybody knew at that mm-hmm. time. You know, Billy Bremen and his cohorts, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but cracking games, and they, they played really well, sort of thing, you know. Um, they deserved to get through. Um, so it was the other team I saw again. Now they played a home tie. See my memory. Okay. See, if I knew what we're going to talk about football, <laughs> I could I could sit here and think about this. We'll tell you what we'll do. A, we'll do a football episode next time. Right. Then. You can bef- right. between now and then you can right. think about okay, it. Okay. Aye. So aye. when we do our, our 2014 football episode. <laughs> <laughs> The European ties with Celtic uh, up to 67, you know, the games that played at home, but oh, they'll come back to me, they'll come no, back to no, me. No, anyway. uh, right, moving on, what else were we going to talk I, you about? Were, you're talking obviously about the TV there, I mean, I, I was trying to work out whether or not we talked about this before, I mean, it's a story that I've uh, always known about uh-huh. as far as you were concerned, but I, I can't remember whether we've talked about it in the, the podcast, uh-huh. but the, the first telly in Blackstreet. Oh, oh, well, that's going back. Aye, we're going backwards now, a retrograde step. That was, um, it was here of the coronation, the Queen's coronation, 1953. Um, and my dad, don't know for why, we were still in Blackstreet at the time, Townhead, uh, and he bought, <laughs> bought the television. It was actually no bigger than that. The screen was smaller, <laughs> smaller than your, your laptop, laptop there. Yeah. You got then 9-inch television screens and 12-inch television screens, black and white, um, massive big casing that came with mm-hmm. it. But anyway, a couple of story short, we were the first family in the street to have a, a television. Very posh. Very posh. Um, and uh, the coronation was on. Um, the kids in the school in those days, I mean, were given, were all given a big tin of toffees. Well, see, a big tin of toffees. It was probably a wee tin of toffees, but then, <laughs> as when you were... To a, your small hands. Yep. Well, I'd have been, what, I'd have been 10 then, mm-hmm. 53, I'd have been 10, yeah. I can still remember it's in August Primary. Uh, the classes all going up, and went up. it was a spiral staircase. I always remember going up to the headmaster's uh, office, uh, and we were all given what, in retrospect, seemed like a big tin of toffees and a half a crown. Who was paying for this? I don't know. It must have been was a council. Was taxes? Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, Probably. 
because um, council tax was not in the go then, yeah, yeah, yeah. what it was a race or something. But um, the coronation was on. The kids all got the whole of Glasgow and probably elsewhere, I suppose. We got half a crown. The old tune six, probably about, was that tune six now, about twelve p or something. Like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we all got one of those. Um, probably spent it, never kept it as a memento. <laughs> Tin of toffees probably eaten before we got back Obviously, home. you probably nicked somebody else's as well. That's right, yeah. aye. Um, and they showed the coronation TV, which was of absolutely no interest to me whatsoever. I always remember it was a sunny day, and I can remember playing at the top of Black Street with my ball kicking against the wall when half of Black Street were up in our house, two flights up, <laughs> watching this nine-inch screen, uh-huh. which I think you would mention before, actually, my dad and his infinite wisdom thought, this screen's no big enough. So you could then buy... It was like a magnifying glass. It was on a kind of stand, and it was just glass filled with water. Uh-huh. And you put it in front of the television, the and it magnified the screen. Fish tank. <laughs> <laughs> and it gave gave an impression of a bigger screen then. And then later on, so I kind of class with the colour. Uh-huh. It was a plastic sheet you used to get. It was blue at the top, kind of green in the middle, uh, pink in the middle, and green at the bottom. And you sellotape that to the front of the screen. <laughs> Carl Television. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, how the hell we going to that? No idea. <laughs> television. But I we were the first in the street, um, and then the Thompsons upstairs, the Deefies. Do you know how much the, the TV would have cost then? Oh, God, no, yeah. no. £20 maybe? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. No idea. Um, I mean, you were talking about obviously um, back in the day having to save up for your taxi ride to holiday, but there's you splashing uh, that oh, TV. Oh, uh, the, the annual trip in the taxi. Oh, that was that was great. That's it. But if you can imagine, kids have never been in that car in their life, mm-hmm. and we talked before about taking car numbers down. You know, mm-hmm. as the cars used to go by the streets, and you take them down a wee bit of paper. Um, it was the highlight. Or one of the highlights for going on your holiday was going into a taxi. Mm-hmm. Sort of thing, you know. There you go then. <laughs> sort of thing. But um, I don't know going that. Um, there are things that spring to mind. Um, sort of later on was was. Um, Probably going into my late teens and no, a bit, a bit later. No, no, but maybe we're, we're jumping the gun too much there. We're going into my twenties then. Maybe we'll leave that for another. Yeah, time leave that for another one. We're, we're, we're almost thirty minutes in. Anyway, so that, that should do it for now. You've rambled on as usual. As with, usual, uh, a great degree, degree of quality and. Uh, mm, <laughs> no, well, to say one, I've said this before, and I'll probably say it again. One of these days, we'll have to have a. Pre-script. A pre-script? A pre-script, so you can see it yourself. Be as natural out. then, you see. Football, right. We're going to talk about football, right, Charlie? Right. Uh-huh. I can go to my bed at night and can think about it. Right. Wake well. up in the morning and jot it down about a paper. Well, there you go. You now know it's going to be foot- about football, so oh, if you're listening to this and then you're listening to the next one, you'll know that you've prepared, so that's Right. <laughs> okay, no, we'll say that anyway. But we'll call it quits. So mm-hmm. thanks again for listening. Again, if you want to uh, email <clears> or prompt uh, Charlie's memories or whatever... <laughs> <laughs> Lack of. Um, it's uh, glasgowgenerations at gmail.com. So until the next time in our football episode, Whoa. all the best. <laughs> See you, bye. Oh, Senga, you've missed it again.